There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mama Mama podcast, brought to you as always by the lovely Golden Accountancy. <laughs> That would be funny if I'd forgot who the lovely people that sponsor my podcast were, wouldn't it? Wearegolding.com How are you? I'm good. I'm just sat here waiting to record a podcast, which I was late for because today's just been a bit manic and she's in uh, Vegas, woman. And I'm just sitting here waiting for her and then I've realised that the clock's changed, didn't they? So she's obviously thinking it's going to be in an hour rather than now because the clocks didn't change in Vegas. Oh, so I'm, another reason why I hate the bloody clocks changing. I don't know if you have children, but how difficult is it explaining to children who don't understand time, really, even when they do understand time, your body clock's just out. It screws you for the whole week, doesn't it? I really wish that they'd stop with this shit now and just leave the clocks alone. Sorry, farmers, but... Oh, anyway, sorry for moaning. This is part two of my chat with the hilarious Stuart Whiffin. Part one was last week where he was talking about his amazing trip to the Ukraine to give aid. And this second part's a bit more about his um, youth spent in bands. Well, one main band. How he was managed by Ricky Gervais, randomly. And... Mind you, he doesn't really talk about that. I wanted him to talk about that, but he kind of glazed over it a bit. Um, And, yeah, just other exciting things, really. But I hope you enjoy it. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, then I've got loads of other episodes. Please check them out. I also guested on the Hardcore Listing podcast, which is out. Top five things about Basildon. If any of you know Brian Bellow, please get in touch with me and tell me how to get hold of him, because I would love to chat to him on the podcast. But yeah, enjoy this and I'll see you in a bit. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Work. Work. So, um, you mentioned about being in bands. Yes. Tell, Back tell when I look like you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are my inspiration. Did you always <laughs> want to be in a band? Ever since yeah. you were, you did, even though yeah. you couldn't uh, sing. Yep, or play. <laughs> like, no, you could laugh. The only, that ain't even a dig. I'd normally say it before you. Um, <laughs> I remember going to see my careers officer at school, and he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I, I can't want to be in a band. And, and like literally that was like laughed out the door like you know and it was like oh do you play anything and I'm like nah like and and it was like he went well look is there anything else if you can't do that that interests you and I said stunt man how old were you but but I then went and got a trade I become a mechanic oh did um, you yeah, so uh, bizarrely, that? obviously that was a butt of a lot of jokes in that van going to the Ukraine. <laughs> the fact that there are two petrol heads in there and me, but I'm actually the qualified mechanic. Um, I couldn't change a fucking dust cap, I fucking really? hell. Like, I know nothing about cars. It was really weird. Like, everybody in my, my mechanics class, um, like, lunch times would just go at Tharrock College and would be in the car park, like like revving their cars and stuff like that. I had a Ford Escort estate uh, that my mate Nick had painted cat in the out on the bonnet. <laughs> like, uh, and I obviously, I think I had dreadlocks at that point and it was like, I did not fit in. Like, but the mechanics thing was opposite the art block. So I got to see the girls going that were doing art that far more, that were way more interesting for me yeah. than talking about carburetors and stuff like that. And it was just like, ah, uh, and that's when I kind of, like my best mate is a, one man band comedy thing called Cunt and the Gang. And uh and as I mentioned at the beginning, like, we've been mates since we were five and we've when did written you start these doing that? Was that after your band? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we we set up a band called Serious Problem, me and Cunt, when we was eleven. Uh and so we recorded little demos and uh and stuff like that with like little like pre built in Casio themes or like instrumental B sides. We'd just press play and record on a cassette player and just sing little songs over it. And it's really weird because, like, um, still got them. And, like, my voice hadn't broke. And so I've got this, like, <laughs> high-pitched little voice. I'm this chubby little kid with this, like, high-pitched voice. And, 
and it's really weird. And then, like, you know, fast forward a couple of years and our voices are broken. We got to college and it was like, right. And I was just like a classic in-betweener at school. I weren't a popular kid. I weren't super nerdy, but I was just, you know, I weren't a particularly confident kid. But when I got to college, as I mentioned earlier, talking about lockdown, I found my tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I think like at that point it was like, ah, oh, right, yeah, I've, I've got my tribe now, and that that changed everything. And I then got confident. I don't think I don't think I'd even kissed a girl by the time I was eighteen. Like, really? yeah, I, I I was like I was nearly as bad as Scrooby as Pip. Oh like, wow! Like, um, oh, that's why you got yeah. on. Like, <laughs> so much in common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I met Pip, and we we made out at a cinema. <laughs> and uh, but no, we um, like, and and I just didn't have confidence. That like, with girls, because I would have imagined that you would be really cocky. No, not at all. Wow. Not at all. Like when I got to college and I got in bands and I hit eighteen, I lost a lot of weight. And and that gave me confidence. And I'd started a little club night in Basildon at a place called the Randacre, this like little youth hall. Oh, and I started wow. my own little night. And then all of a sudden, I was a singer and a DJ. And it... Because I could never have gone up to a girl and said, hello, can I buy you a drink? Or hello, can I have your number? Or anything like that. I could yeah. never have done that. Uh, and all of a sudden, I was having conversations with girls because of like the fact that I was moving in circles where there was girls I was in clubs I was in venues and I was you know starting to kind of become a more I won't say popular but um, uh, like I, my my range of friends got wider at college I got in with them girls from the art block I got yeah. in with all the indie kids and the grungers because it was 1991 92 and that scene was huge and I was running the little club night for it and so it all just become something mad and lovely and and I got to yeah meet girls and start performing in bands and DJing and it just yeah and I, I've I've always had like stupid amounts of energy and drive for things I want to do like and I've always tried to ensure that going to work's a laugh yeah. like and it's not like. And don't get me wrong, I've had a lot of jobs where I've worked on building sites and like, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. Some people like that, but it weren't for me and I've done it for a long time. Yeah. And, and I don't like working for other people. Yeah. Uh, and certainly in them environments, like, it's really weird. But I sometimes see people like, yeah, and then my boss shouted at me and I'm like, shouted at you? <laughs> like, I'm just like, Who's got the right to shout at someone? Yeah. Like, and I, I can't comprehend things like that. And I'm just like, tell him to fuck off and walk out. Yeah. Like, but that's easier said than done. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people stuck in jobs that they don't want to be in because they need to pay the bills. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, and I've I've done that on and off for years. But I've always tried to kind of have two jobs and yeah. always like do the job that I don't like but it helps me to build up the job that I do like and the yeah. one I want to really pursue and so and that's always been in a relatively creative space that's either been in music and obviously now podcasting and the magazine and uh, and, and yeah and former guest of your show Antonia Price yes. um, I owe it all to her 
Um, really? Yeah. Like, she literally transformed my life. Um, really? Her and her husband, Justin, yeah. Like, I was working on a building site. I was a, I was a window fitter on a building site. And I was dreadfully unhappy. Uh, and uh, I knew Justin because we were in bands together. Yeah. Um, was he in serious like, problem? No, no, no. But no. he was in... He was in a band called Auntie Mabel that were a similar bunch of fucking idiots doing exactly <laughs> the same stupid shit as us, but in Basildon. Okay. And so we, we got to know each other, and it was like, know that scene in Shaun of the Dead when the same amount of characters <laughs> walk past the same characters <laughs> from a, like, a parallel universe? It was yeah. like that, and that was them. And, like, and, uh, and, and it was like, oh, you're like us. You're fucking idiots. Brilliant. Let's hang out. So, so, so that happened, and, uh, uh, and I'd had... I think Hallie was born at that point and, and I tried to kind of scale back doing the clubs because I thought I needed to get a proper job and not be a club promoter anymore. And I went back to just DJing one night a week and uh, and, and got a proper job, like, you know, as a wind fitter. And, and it was fucking horrible. It didn't help that I'm scared of heights. And, like, uh, <laughs> so, oh, oh, I'm the joy when I turn serious? up at... Yeah, terrified of heights. Like uh, up a ladder, I, every day was fucking terrifying. <laughs> if I pulled up at a job and it was a bungalow, I could have literally ejaculated. <laughs> like it was unbelievable <laughs> levels of joy, Amy. If How it was a bungalow. You, but I, I, I completely get where you're coming from because I'm terrified of heights. I don't mind being up high in buildings, but I can't climb ladders. So how? Yeah, does no, that, I'm that. I'm exactly that. I'm exactly that. Uh, I just had to. Like I just had to do it, and like, and and, and, and to this day, all the time, every day, oh like. My God. But it weren't just holding up the ladder. I had to put a window in, and then <laughs> I had to, with a mastic gun, use both hands to mastic it in. Oh my so God. it was, it was fucking terrifying. For, uh, but don't get me wrong, everyone else would just run up them ladders like it was yeah. just going, running up a set of stairs, and it's like, yeah. oh, I'm just not that sort of bloke. I'm not a man's man like that. Uh, but. Yeah, and it was weird because lunchtime, everyone would be talking about, I don't know, football and tits. And I'm like, does anyone like the Smiths? And it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> With your eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, um, yeah, and so... Uh, uh, Antonia, um, I, I mentioned that I had an idea... Uh, to set up like a kind of marketing company like for events and for um, tattooed um, like a tattooed model agency yeah like uh, that was going to be called the Trash Society and I just had this idea and uh, I went and for some reason I went around Justin's and and Antonio was brought up in the same town as me we both grew up in Tilbury uh, and it's a very poor area and, and uh, her story, as I'm sure she spoke about on your podcast, is fucking miraculous yeah. uh, and like inspiring. Uh, and I literally fucking love her like like my sister. Like I I, I adore them two people. And he's a fucking idiot. He's <laughs> one of the biggest fucking idiots on the planet. But I love him the fucking bits. Um, uh, and they've had my back from day one. And she went. Here's twenty thousand pound. Like, come to our office, quit your job, and come and work in our office. We'll have a lot of fun, and we'll make this business work. And in the first year, I paid her back that twenty grand, and we had 
the best time for about 10 years. Like, uh, and I cut them in on my events as my events started to grow, like, yeah. the, like the, the ones I was doing in London and that. Uh, and every day going in that office with them was just like, it was just a holiday. Every day was just like, you just laugh constantly. Uh, and yeah, and, and, and just watching her telling, me, telling him off all the time, really, really entertaining. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I, I, I will randomly thank them two or three times a year for changing my life. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I've had a lot of lovely, lovely people like Scroobius Pip uh, that I owe a hell of a lot to because I wouldn't have a magazine as my big part of my income now. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thirty five podcasts uh, yeah. if it weren't for Scroobius Pip. Uh, and every single thing I do in in with stuff like that, he's the first person to go. Oh, I'll come on. Yeah, And he's like, and he's done. You know, he does it for everyone on the network. Obviously, he's done the same for you. Uh, and you know, I don't need to tell you what a nice guy he is. You know better than any of us. And and so yeah, and and, and obviously, I've had a, a, a support network of of a, an encouraging family that have had to yeah. kind of that you know that have had to go to engagements, social engagements without me a lot growing up. You know, yeah. I've missed a lot of like important things with my kids not your parents evenings and all the things that you know you have to but lots of weekend things i had to go work and uh, and so yeah it's nice now as they're older to be able to you know hopefully and see what dad does and why dad does what he does and obviously the reason that you've got a home and food is because you know i have to go work and i hope that work ethic you know does does find its way you know to them as well and and that was one of the things that i really wanted from that ukraine trip was at some point for them to go if something should ever happen like what's happening now you know god God, i hope it doesn't but them to be able to go oh we could do something remember when dad just done that yeah and like and i hope that they kind of just go oh look you can do shit if you want like you can start something and just have a go at it, and if it don't go well, it don't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, you know, it's always like give it your best shot, and if it don't, this sounds like I'm, I'm doing some kind of motivational <laughs> fucking talk here. It's not meant to come across <laughs> like that, but like people sometimes say to me, "Are you, are you gutted that your band never made it?" And I'm like, "No, not at all." And like I know loads of people that are, you know, probably too old to be thinking that it's all going to happen in music. But it, I think I gave it my best shot and it didn't happen. Yeah. And so I can put that to bed because I've yeah. done the best I could. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so I park that up now and yeah. like, and then what can I do now that, you know, might be fun? And yeah. so, yeah. How I, far I always did think you get? That. You got signed and stuff though, didn't you? Did you? Not with, serious problem was the one that somehow we was managed by Gervais, which was bizarre. Yes. How like, did that happen? He just come to see us and thought we were funny because we was a joke band. Yeah. Uh, and and it's really weird because I, I wouldn't I would never do a gig with that band again now because that humour is dated badly. Yeah. You know, there's there's stuff in there that you know is a little bit misogynistic and and stuff like that. That, as I said, I wrote some of this stuff in the in the mid eighties when I was eleven. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, the, but then. I, I wrote a load of songs that were serious songs and that was the band that 
got the record deal and then right, okay. we we toured for a, a fair few years and but yeah but never to to you know but but do you know what when i set it up aim i went all i want to do right is i want to be on the radio once i want to be on the telly once and i want to be able to get in a van and go on a little tour yeah and like and we've done that for three years and we got on this kids tv show that i've never seen uh and and done a song and we got record of the week on xfm uh, oh, by yeah. uh, by Bob Geldof, bizarrely, <laughs> um, uh, uh, and and it was like, oh, I, I just wanted that. Have you seen that Tom Hanks film, that thing you do about the band? Yes, I have. Yeah, like that moment when they hear their song on the radio yeah, and yeah. they're all just jumping around. That's the best thing you can ever have. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like ringing up my like my then girlfriend and like my mum and my, like and my family just going, put the radio on, I'm on the radio, I'm on the radio, I'm on the yeah. radio. And like, and it was the best feeling ever, and and yeah, and like, and I think like, we we just weren't that good. We was like the last gig we played, we played with a band, and I remember it was at the Bull and Gate in Kentish Town, and we were sitting at the back, and we was drinking like um, at the time, Threshes were doing two bottles of wine for a fiver, so we was we was drinking <laughs> two bottles of warm white wine uh, before oh we went on, and there was this band from Bristol. <laughs> that were doing vocal exercises. And I remember just thinking, fucking squares. <laughs> and like, and then they went on stage. And we'd been touring for like about three years. And I remember thinking we were so tight. This band just blew the fucking roof off and just embarrassed us. And it was like, <laughs> and I was like, right, that's it now. Like, we're, we're just not that good. Yeah. And like, so let's, let's wrap that up. And, uh, you know, we've, we've done all the things we wanted to do. And then, yeah, and then I was like, right. And then I got offered the job running the brush. So yeah. So how did that come? Just because you were already doing so many events. Yeah, well, I've worked. I've I've been a DJ at the brush since I was like nineteen. Oh wow. Uh, and so yeah, I've been there like over thirty years. And it's like, and then yeah, I've just become a manager, put a shirt and tie on, and uh, and and run it for a quite a long time, uh, until Hallie was born. Yeah. And, uh, and then went back to DJing it, and then. Ended up doing stuff with XFM and then bringing XFM back to the, the toothbrush and, and then taking it on as a promoter again. And yeah. that brings me up to last Friday and I'll be there this Friday. Yeah. So uh, feeling elderly on the front door. <laughs> it is weird, eh? I'm fucking, I'm DJing sometimes <laughs> and I don't DJ there too much anymore. And like, I don't know if I've told you this, but it was about a year and a half ago, this, this girl come up, she must have been about 20. She was just like, are you Stu Whiffin? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I just thought, still got it. And uh, she went, oh, you went to school with my mum. She said to say hello. <laughs> and you think, fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 yeah, tell her I said hello, mate. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Then I think I put on some really fucking cool new record to try and make myself feel <laughs> damn with the kids. <laughs> so tragic, Amy. <laughs> Oh, fuck oh it. Yeah, yeah, I lo- yeah, I love idols. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all my favourite bands. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to stay up to date with me? Because I know, obviously, you love music. But I know that, yeah. obviously, you love the music of your youth. Like I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I do, I still love music. But I listen to six music, and that's all I listen mm-hmm. to. So I have that's absolutely I no idea about anything that's popular. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, that they don't I play. still listen to lots of new music. And at six is really good for new music, though. It is. Like, it's, it's very good, but it, it's, it's not good for commercial new music. I suppose so, but they're still going to be playing, 
I, I mean, know, they do play some commercial stuff, like Idols and whatever, you, yeah. you know, but it's just like, my kids <laughs> now will come yeah. home singing songs and I haven't got a clue what they are. Yeah, and but you would have walked in singing songs and, like, your parents wouldn't have known what I they know, are. And if they did, you'd be... You'd be <laughs> we'll have a chat about this when we finish recording, eh? <laughs> my mum used to sing Nirvana because I used to play it so fucking loud. Yeah. <laughs> and she used to sing it in her opera voice. Was the one that likes all the pretty songs? Honestly. Oh, but, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, you, you know, you, you you shouldn't know what music your kids are listening to. You know, it, it should yeah. be that's that that's their punk, isn't it? That's their yeah. moment. You know, if mum and dad like it, it's not fucking cool. It's like, you know, I, I remember like, not that they ever say it, but like, Christ, stay older looked like. You know, they never... W- I'm pulling up... My dad loves cars. And I pulled up in that fucking Escort with catting out on the bonnet. He must have just... Fought. But never once did they ever say, fucking hell, sort it out. Like, they just let me do what made me happy. And yes, that's what I think is the best thing to do about... Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, like, I, I have... I had this kind of discussion when the kids were doing exams and it felt like the most important thing in their world. And it was the most important thing in their world at that time. But the fact that it was upsetting them, the pressure of it. Obviously, it's during lockdown as well. And I was just like, and every part of me just wanted to go, don't fucking matter. It don't fucking matter. Like, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, don't let. And and it's weird because I know that there's a lot to be gained from, you know, a, academia and, yeah. and being able to go to university and things like that. that but if you don't want to go to university, don't sweat it as much. Yeah, if you've yeah, got yeah, yeah. ideas and, and, and a work ethic and a bit of drive, do whatever you want. Like, and yeah, don't get me started on the kind of how schools operate because I'm not a fan. But, mm. uh, but yeah, like, I, I think it was just, uh, uh, and I've, I've just been lucky eh, that like I've, I've stumbled into places of work that encourage that kind of mindset of just just do what you want and wear what you want and yeah. be happy and yeah and and, and the, that's at the very essence of the pink toothbrush which is my second home. <laughs> and Pod Bible, mm. how did you? Good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, well, that's that's all credit to Adam because he makes it look great. But that was just a uh, an idea that I, I wanted to try and get more listeners. And we've all had the conversations about how do we get more listeners on our podcasts. Yep. And and I, when it was the bands, it would have been the NME, the Melody Maker, or something like that. And there wasn't one for for podcasts. So I, I messaged Pip. I said, "Look, I'm I think I'm going to start a little magazine about podcasts." And Pip, being Pip, just went. Yeah, I'll have some of that. And I was like, all oh, right, great. And I was like, I don't know how to design it. And Adam, who was doing the artwork for a lot of the Distraction Pieces podcast, we reached out to, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, look, I don't know if this is going to make any money, yeah. but like, let's have a go. But if you're going to try and get companies to invest in your business from the podcast industry, it really helps when Scroobius Pip knocks on the door. Yeah. Like, because if I'm like, all right, I've got 50 million podcasts. Like, do you, no, fuck off, mate. Not you again. But when Pip knocks on the door, they're like, oh, hello, Bob Father, come in. And, like, and so quite quickly we got back in from like Spotify and Acast. And, uh, and, and within three months, we had a magazine on the streets, which was crazy. And 
and then that's grown over the you know end of the first year we cut a deal with the sunday times and 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 bringing it right up to now we, we now do sixty five thousand copies inside the sunday times um and we've now got we've just started a new relationship with apple um which is pretty amazing to to to, to work with them because they're quite famously apple work with apple and can you so can you tell me what that is or not yet they're just like um, a, a kind of, uh, I, I guess you call them a partner of sorts. Um, That's but, amazing. Uh, mm, but yeah, and obviously Acast from day one of, of, of being a partner, yeah. and uh, we, you know we've worked with BBC um, and just Audible. Want to put this out partner. there? Um, when I'm fifty, <coughs> so that six years, I want to be mm -hmm. on a yacht. Okay. Okay. It hasn't got to be my yacht. But yeah. prefer it'll be it'll be someone that I know's yacht. Yeah. Somewhere hot as well, and it's January, my birthday, so just yeah. putting that out there. But yeah, go Do on. Do you know what, Aim? I'd love to have. I, I wouldn't have a yacht. I'd buy a camper van if I had any money. Like, I've always wanted to get like a camper van, but they're so expensive. But it's like it's anything. Aim. It's like I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to be rich. I think like ten years ago, I thought I was going to be like rich. But Would you even be when rich? I no, because do you know what, like. When I've had things happen in my personal life that has jarred me, like stopped me in my tracks, you realise then that money can't do anything. Like, it don't, it, you can't, when it comes to the important things, then people in Ukraine, some of them might have under a thousand pound in their bank account, yeah, yeah, but yeah. They're, still, they're still in a strange country now, have a small bag, and yeah, it's like, yeah. it's fucking terrifying. And yeah, m money don't make you happy. I fucking. No, like, not that I've ever been. I've never been wealthy, but um, money just makes you want more money. Definitely, I'd like. Definitely. I'd like to be in a situation where I didn't have to worry. Like the fact that my electric bills nearly doubling yeah. won't stress me out as much as it is. Do you know what I mean? Like things like that. I would like to just have enough definitely. money to be comfortable, but I wouldn't want. I don't agree with it anyway, <laughs> morally. But I yeah, I just think it brings a lot of stress. Yeah. You're still going to donate to my just giving, I'm though, aren't you, you tight yeah. cow? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I will do it. I'm going to do it now. Um, right. But, yeah, but I just, yeah, it hasn't got to be your yacht. Maybe one of your mates from your podcast. Yeah, Pip's never going to buy a yacht, is he? No. That, that'd involve no. fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um... <coughs> And what else was I going to ask you? What's your favourite podcast that you do? The cunt one. You can say it. Chris won't care. Like, do you know what? I've had, I have so much fun doing hardcore listening with Chris at the moment. Like, we can just press record now and we don't need any prep. Like, yeah. and we just have a laugh. And we're so lucky, like, that we've got this Patreon gang that's like 40, 50 people that meet up now, that they're all, you know, all got their own friendship circle now. They all meet up and go on these massive, they call themselves the MSC, the Murdering Sex Cult. Like, um, because <laughs> like, obviously Chris was like this, a gang of dangerous loners and they've upgraded. They've now got their own MSC merch. Uh, and Seriously? Like, they've had photo shoots together with Luke Van, like Luke's done them a, a photo shoot. Uh, they go to comedy nights. They're all going to a music festival together. It's beautiful. Oh, my we've, God. we've literally got a gang that all now meet up. And 
there's some really beautiful stories within that which I won't I won't say but like some really lovely things have come of that like Aww. and and it's amazing that me and that knobhead talking drivel has yeah. has made that possible. How long have you been doing so it for now? Five years today. Five. Oh, is it? Oh, happy mm. anniversary! <laughs> Mine was two years yesterday. Oh, really? Oh, congratulations! Oh, congratulations! Oh, wow. well, we're, oh, what we're are talking you about me at the moment, not you. You're going, uh, <laughs> going for a romantic <laughs> dinner. <laughs> me and Chris got up this morning. We, we well, yeah, well, we, I say we got up. We made love. Then we um, <laughs> we had some cocoa pops, and uh, and then I massaged his broken collarbone, and uh, oh, and then fuck, yeah, is he all right? as well. Uh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he, no, he's not fine. He's, he's collarbones in bits. Uh, but yeah, I see him Saturday night, and he was yeah, he, he was he seemed all right. Like yeah. that's what happens when you try and be rad and cool and go snowballing. It's very dangerous, all that stuff. I know, I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do really enjoy the the Cunt and the Gang one. But I I really am obsessed with uh, mixed martial arts, and I've got a podcast oh, with, course, yeah, the MMA with, with Blake one. Harrison, and I really like that. Yeah, uh, I like them all. I've got, I mean, spoiler. It's not really a, 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 a but I've got something that's going to be happening with Pip, and we've recorded three, and yes. that's coming soon, and that's. That's definitely the podcast I've done the most prep on ever. Yeah. Uh, and it's really good. And people that like Scrooby's Pip are going to love it. Can you talk people about that, it? Uh, I better not. I don't no, really that's know. That's I don't fine. know. Just in case, like, uh, I, yeah, I don't. But it's, yeah, it's it's me chatting to Pip a lot yeah. about Pip. Uh, okay. but it's uh But it's really good. It's, it's <laughs> like the, the three that we've recorded... I remember when they finished thinking, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, and uh, so, yeah, I look forward to seeing what, what, what comes of that. And it's a nice insight into to Pippi Kins. How often does the MMA one come out? Is that once a week? Sometimes twice a week, yeah. Oh, my like, God. But, but, but generally once a week. Um, so are you recording every day? You're recording something every day? Yeah, I've got one in ten minutes. Um, yeah. and I've that got for? That's for Pod Bible. That's got okay. a podcast. Um, I always forget that one. I've got another <laughs> one. <as well. laughs> uh, and and I've done the uh, the 80s one last night, and then I've got an off the beaten track at five o'clock. Uh, so yeah, I've only this a bit. Yeah, well obviously with this one, there'll be three today. Like wow, uh, I, I talk a lot. Ain't. You do, but that's nice. It's nice to chat. Yeah, absolutely. You're easy to chat to, Aim as well. Like Thanks. it's always nice when we have we have our occasional phone calls. It's always uh, I always yeah. put it down. I just think oh, fucking that was an hour. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know how much you speak. I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like listening. That's why I like oh, doing good. this. I like talking to people and finding. Is, out. Are you listening in two ears, or are you still deaf in one ear? No, I'm still deaf in one ear. But then it's uh, yeah, it's fine. It doesn't matter. I only listen in one okay. ear anyway. Am I as good in mono? If <laughs> 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 you listen to Amy's podcast, yeah, why is she share? <laughs> oh, it's headphones. <laughs> <laughs> when I edit it, I was like, why am I so loud? And then I think, oh, yeah, it's because I've got headphones on. <laughs> 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 I've been doing it for two years. <laughs> oh, you know, it. that's brilliant. <laughs> I just don't. I suppose you d- I just don't think about it, but then I think I've got to start taking an ear off because then obviously it's yeah, it's less aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, what's up to her oh. on her podcast? She's fucking shouted at me for an hour. 
Oh dear, but yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. Oh, that was lovely. Oh, it's oh, nice uh, to see uh, you. It's it's lovely. It's always lovely to chat to you, I'm and. I literally realised that I've just bombarded you with me just banging on about myself. And, uh, but that's what this is about. I guess so. But, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Amy. It's really it's nice. It's all right. It's my turn work. on Saturday. I have actually researched mine for Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. That was I mean, really not for surprised very long. response, wasn't it? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Not for gr- oh, very good. long. But just I thought, oh. I don't really know what I'm talking about. And I should really do some <laughs> research. I yeah. mean, I know obviously that is a massive thing for your podcast. Is no one really knows what they're talking about, but nah. you know, right. I thought I'd make an effort. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate that. You're very welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, and I look oh, forward to seeing absolute you pleasure. on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> press stop. Press stop. Hi. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Love Stew. Check out his million podcasts because he is amazing. Check out me on Hardcore Listing. I've been on there a couple of times actually. Three times in fact. Because they love me. (laughs) Um, And I love them. And there's a new episode of the Epic Mum Chat out. So go on YouTube and search Epic Mum Chat. We've got a fair few episodes now. They are fun. We do have a laugh. And yeah, if you've got any guest suggestions, please let me know. Big love. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay dry. I think it's going to piss down all week, isn't it? Mind you, it was supposed to snow. Well, it did snow, but only for a minute. But it's supposed to have rained all day today, but I'm currently looking at the glorious sunshine. So fingers crossed. Work. It won't rain. And all will be well. Big love to you. Stay Work. safe and sane. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.